Hello, everybody. Welcome to season two, episode 10 of the High Action Podcast. My name is Perry Smith, joining you from Brooklyn, New York. And as always, every week, it is a pleasure to be joined by John Story, who's out in Studio City. John, how's it going? It's going great. And Mr. Will Brom, who's out in Long Beach. Will, how are you doing today, man? I'm good. I'm good. Fresh back from Miami. That's right. Yeah. How was the weather in Miami? Amazing. Perfect. Right? Humid, sunny, tropical. I love Miami. <laughs> <laughs> well, today we're going to talk about another topic that is very near and dear to Will Brom's heart, and that's fingerstyle. He loves fingerstyle playing without the pick almost as much as he loves Miami. And you can't see him right now in the podcast sphere. He's smiling because, uh, well, actually, point in fact, like many guitar players, Will pretty much uses a pick for everything. And we're taking this opportunity in this episode to address fingerstyle. And uh, as someone that also uses a pick primarily, I have to say that putting the pick down sometimes and just trying to explore playing the guitar with just your fingers, your thumb, your index, middle, ring maybe even pinky on the right hand uh it's very freeing in a lot of ways and it can kind of uh open your ideas and phrasing in a whole new way it can create some new tone on the instrument like kind of a softer tone and in a lot of ways it feels more natural um on the other end of the spectrum let me toss this over to john for a second um John's background largely started without a guitar pick, playing primarily just with the fingers. So, John, is it fair to say that sometimes you feel most at home with just the fingers on the right hand? Yeah, I mean, it depends on what I'm playing, but if, especially if I'm playing solo guitar, um, and if I'm just kind of like practicing first thing in the morning, I generally like starting without a pick. Yeah. It's a beautiful way of, of just kind of getting into the instrument, getting into the sound and your groove. And if we remember from season one, a lot of the interviews we did, uh, there were people like Paul Bolenbach that talked a lot about um, for years only using a pick and then kind of going back to just playing with his fingers and how that approach really, uh, I don't know, just made him feel like a deeper connection to his instrument. Even Lionel mm -hmm. Lueke, you know, who for years was using a pick kind of the years, John, when you and I first met him, when he was at the Thelonious Monk Institute, he was definitely using a pick primarily and then sort of transitioned to just playing with the fingers. Uh, he talked quite a bit about how freeing it was for him to just use the fingers. We've heard this time and time again, you know, the great Joe Pass, who we're going to listen to a little bit today, uh, was infamous for, for just using his fingers on much of uh, the recording virtuoso that he did. Although you can hear at times in Virtuosa that um, he, he did have a pick on some of that. I think you can hear uh, the differences. But yeah, the fingerstyle approach is a really sort of amazing way of playing the guitar. It's a little softer. It doesn't necessarily cut as hard all the time. But I think of people nowadays that are really kind of leading the charge when it comes to that style. And uh, obviously Lionel, who I mentioned, is part of that. But... I'd certainly put Martin Taylor up there. If you guys mm -hmm. remember that interview from season one, that guy just, the things he does with just the fingers on the right hand, it's amazing. I'd also put our friend 
Sean McGowan in that category. Mm -hmm. I think another player who's tremendous with just the fingers. And they get really, you know, wonderful sounds, especially from a solo guitar standpoint. So let's just kick this off. Um, I figured I'd play a little bit of my guitar here to start. Um, I'm gonna try and do a little less talking this episode because as you can tell, my voice is a little raspy coming off of a little cold. But I'm gonna play a version of a standard that I've played a lot called Dolphin Dance. And I'm just gonna use the fingers. And uh, I've usually played this in a hybrid technique where I use my pick and my fingers. I'm just going to try it with the fingers now to kind of see how it feels. So here we go. Here's Herbie Hancock's uh, Dolphin Dance. I mean, it's beautiful. It's fun, you know, like sometimes I feel that uh, it can even be easier to kind of feel the groove when you're kind of going between the fingers and the thumb. Like a lot of how I've tried to establish somewhat of a baseline technique on this uh, is by using my fingers, my first my thumb, my first finger and my uh, middle finger to kind of work in uh, relationship to each other for lines like. Those, those three are the main fingers that I'm using to sort of play eighth notes or triplet lines. And then the thumb also can work to kind of give you like that, that bass note feeling, that sort of difference between having the bass and the chords and the melody happen. Like In some ways that's almost easier than with the hybrid uh, or just using a pick, you know? So anyway, I'm curious some of your guys' thoughts on all this. Um, 
Uh, I guess let's start with John. Uh, you know, do you have anything you want to play or anything you want to discuss just about the approach with fingers? Yeah, um, well, you know, first of all, I think that it's it's so fun to talk to jazz players about the right hand because, you know, the classical world, man, they spend so much time really getting, like, a big quality of sound out of the right hand, you know. Like, I remember mm. Jim Smith at USC, the legendary classical guitar instructor yeah. who taught and mentored all the LAGQ guys. I studied with Jim a lot, and he talked about how Segovia and him had lots of discussions about how you should push the string into the guitar not pluck the string from the guitar mm. and a lot of that came from the action of the joint of the finger in the right hand and you know when we're comping in jazz guitar i feel like we're we're doing that pretty naturally that sound that fat guitar sound doesn't come from pulling the strings it comes from kind of pushing the strings a little bit and relaxing the right hand mm. so that the right hand's natural weight kind of comes down on the strings so that's something i'm striving for a lot right with the right hand is to get that push into the string and it can help if you're using heavier guitar strings because lighter guitar strings will kind of you know thwack out a little bit on you mm -hmm. so i struggle playing like solo guitar on like a strat that's got really light strings on it but if i'm playing solo guitar on one of my arch tops that has more medium to heavy strings then i can get that sound so just to demonstrate it for the listeners um yeah i'll just i'll just walk a 12 bar blues here like Fender bass players play too. They're kind of pushing into the string also. And, and um, so I feel like we kind of have a little bit more of that going on in our right hand um, than say like like people who play like Telecasters, like chicken picking type of guitar players where you're really like... You're actually getting that kind of pluck sound from the guitar, you know, and you're muting, you're putting your palm... So that's more of like a like a bluegrassy kind of telecaster kind of finger picking kind of sound and Chet Atkins explore you know played like that with a thumb pick right so there's pick. a real panorama of stuff that we do in the right hand for me I think about pushing into the guitar and um, I, I try my best to keep my nails in decent shape um, you know by using a an emery board not a metal file uh, mm. nail file because the emery board will get your nails sounding nice and, and round and warm a metal nail file often make them sound more brittle yeah and um yeah i mean it's it's like we all talk about with jazz it's so much about the sound we're going for and that fat warm balanced sound between the thumb and the a bit of the flesh of the finger that pushes into the string but the articulation from the nail in your right hand all of that can make for a um, you know a better stronger performance with your with your right hand you know yeah, it's a really good point, thinking about sound quality from your right hand, you know, and like how you're getting the sound quality from the fingers if you're not using the pick, pushing into the string, right? And you, John, I know for years you've talked a lot about like the strength coming from the, from the joint, you know, like coming mm -hmm. from the knuckle here on your first finger and not having, not trying to pluck it from, um, yeah. 
like I don't know, pluck out, but like use the use the knuckle essentially to pluck right. from the string. I, I kind of t- like I teach students like that that sensation of like reaching into a bag of popcorn, yeah. right? That's using the tips of your fingers, right? Um, but if you're like raking something, like you're pulling, like you're swimming, you know, I, I love swimming yeah. as an exercise. I think every guitar player should swim because it just loosens up your wrists. Yeah, yeah. But that feeling of raking through the water, it, the the power comes from the joint of your of your hand, and you know that's where all the muscles are. And you want to have the tips of your fingers be really flexible and loose and relaxed. Just like how when a pick hits the string, we're not like holding the pick really hard. There's a bit of give with the pick in the, mm-hmm. in the hand. And that creates a, I think that creates a little bit more of a mellower sound too. I also think of the fingers sometimes um, as like a different kind of timbre when you maybe are used to using a pick. Almost like the way a drummer could go from playing sticks to brushes. And I've had a number of instrument, uh, other players, like bass players, drummers, whatever. When I start playing with the fingers, they go, oh, that's got a cool vibe. It's like a little softer. It's a little different. You don't quite play the same way with the pick. And if, it just, if I just A-B this real quick, like one, two, three, four. That's fingers. And then you put the pick on one, two, three, four. You can almost hear like that the, the pick has a heavier attack to it, right? Mm-hmm. And so the fingers can be a nice approach if you're a jazz guitar player, maybe thinking of, and you're playing a ballad, and you almost want to put a little governor on yourself and say that you're not going to be able to play as much as you can with the pick. You know, it's, it gives you a, like a different zone to get into. Um, Definitely. And, and certainly this was uh, something that Paul Bolenbeck, I remember, talked a lot about. Um, in the last season, and I've had uh, con- uh, uh, conversations with him since then in person where we've talked about the use of the fingers, kind of just giving you a different uh, avenue in your playing, right. a different sound in your playing. Uh, right. Will, let me <clears throat> toss this over to you. And uh, I know that playing with the fingers is not something that you do exclusively or uh, too much, and that you want to do some hybrid for us today. but. Yeah, tell me what you think about you know your approach and using the fingers and all that stuff. Well, I think that's a good idea. Let me A, B something with my fingers only. What I will say is if I am finger picking, I basically never use my pinky. Would you guys say you use your pinky when you finger pick? Or it just depends? You know, sometimes when I'm hybrid picking, I definitely do. But when I don't have the pick at all, very rarely it seems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes what about you, John? The back of the pinky nail a lot. You Interesting. Know. Yeah. So that's fingers only. And I did not use my pinky there. And it definitely, like you said, Perry, gives that warm, that warm sound. Mm-hmm. Um, how I spend 99% of my time playing uh, is using a pick and then using my uh, second and third finger. You can kind of hear that the low E strings, the little sharper sounding mm-hmm. with a pick, obviously. Fingers. I'd say it's very small difference in in that case. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the way I came up, I just started with a pick, and that's just the you know the way I learned. And I've I've never even had nails. 
you know, my accuracy definitely goes down with finger picking. Oh yeah, yeah, me too. But it's it can be a nice sound to explore, even if it gives you limited technique. You know what I mean? It can mm-hmm. kind of open another avenue of creativity for you, um, mm-hmm. and certainly sound wise. Like when it comes to the acoustic guitar, especially like the steel string or the nylon mm-hmm. string, you can really hear a difference when you're playing oh, yeah. with just fingers uh, versus playing with a pick. Uh, you know, but it's all about your experience. Like if you have very little experience doing it, like it's gonna feel very strange at first. But I just encourage mm-hmm. people to like, you know, get into it. You know, like more recently since the pandemic, I started trying to play just with fingers, and. Yeah, incorporating that thumb, first finger, and middle finger technique really kind of helped me get around a little bit more. Uh, I remember seeing Sean McGowan, who we mentioned earlier. For those of you that don't know, killing guitar player based out of Denver. I remember seeing him do that years ago, and just he was flying all over the guitar like that, and I was just like, okay, mm-hmm. I guess this is possible. <laughs> this is another way of figuring it out. Um, and one of the early things in New West that I had to play on Just Fingers was a song that John wrote called Are We There Yet? And I'm sure this was inspired by the many uh, hours we spent on the road driving from place to place. But I just thought I'd play a clip of it for us here just to kind of give you a sense of how we use this technique in the New West Guitar Group. And I'm playing the nylon string guitar in this clip and it was pretty clear that like, I couldn't play this part with a pick and get it to sound the way we wanted it to. It was just gonna be too harsh. So I kinda had to play it with the fingers and I remember early on feeling like, oh man, like I, I don't quite have the confidence to play this accurately enough in time enough. And you know, just with a little bit of practice it kind of came together. So here's a, here's a old song from the New West Guitar Group called Are We There Yet? Well, John, are we there yet? <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, man, that was that was fun tune. Um, I think yeah, when I wrote that, I was listening to like a lot of different stuff from Charles Ives. There was a there was a piece he wrote called "They Are There," and it was like a it like had two things going on at once. It was part mm-hmm. of the music concrete classical movement. So I was like, I want to write two songs and layer them over each other. So some of those melodies were written independent of one another, and then. You know, Jimmy Weibel, I mean, I was like learning all those etudes, like etude number nine, etude 10, etude 11, the Stella by Starlight etude. Mm. And Lenny Bro, you know, I got a lot of transcriptions of his from David Oakes. 
um, the, yeah. the, the, the um, there'll never be another U transcription that Lenny did with all the all the PMI type of playing, which is really cool for jazz players because that's the triplet, and the thumb gives the strength triplet triplet in there, you right. know. So I yeah, that was where that came from, and you know that was a time in New West also where we were just like playing stuff, not really thinking about in live performance how difficult it really was to pull off certain things like certain tunes that we've played recently are finger picking for me those are the hardest tunes in new west to play is where i'm having to to control my right hand because um we use the pick so much in this group to groove with and to lock in with and to get those super tight figures and the minute that you lose that man it really like commands a lot of you as a guitar player in that right hand um, to, to be able to get it. And the times I feel like I've had the best control of my right hand in new West have been when I feel the most relaxed. Yes. Like when we're sitting down, you know, <laughs> right. AKA not at the Bakersfield, uh, yeah. music hall of fame, John. Right. Or, or the Jakarta jazz festival, like standing up there, like <laughs> motion blue. Yeah. You know, um, sitting really makes finger picking a lot easier, you know, for sure. For me, I think know. so. Like especially some of the technical things, sitting down and having the guitar kind of stationary more can be easier. But at the end of the day, we're performers, and years ago we made this decision. We said we're going to stand up. We're not going to sit anymore. And definitely the stage presence improved. Um, but it's it's a little bit of uh, a practice or an exercise in trying to stay physically relaxed. Um, even when you have the pick in your hand, uh, there can be certain tension that arises in your body from standing and like playing a big strumming part or playing you know a super fast line that's loud or something like that can create some tension but here's another example of maybe I would say sort of the pinnacle of finger style playing technically in this group this is another composition of John's where he's on the nylon string Um, he's John I'd say you've sort of been the one that has uh, brought most of the finger style stuff into our group and uh, thankfully for that we've got this great recording of you crushing it on evergreen here so this is a little bit of the end of it let's check it out Evergreen. Uh, John's playing the nylon string on that one, and I'm actually playing the steel string doing a hybrid technique uh, that Will was talking about, which I've done a lot for years. Um, That was sort of the baseline technique for me since I was much younger. But um, John, you've often talked about that part. You alluded to it a little bit before we played it, but you know, definitely the volume is a factor in that, right? Because if Will and I are playing too loud next to you, 
then you're going to try to dig in more on your fingers and you're going to become more tense. So it's like mm -hmm. there's an added layer to this challenge, which is like having everybody around you blend accordingly so you can stay relaxed and play that part because it's very technical with the fingers and you're in an open F tuning. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, the, the, the open tunings, I mean, we've done dad gad and stuff in this group. Yeah. Um, if you remember the um, All My Belongings suite movement one, two, three, I mean, that was all finger style. That was all dad gad for me and dad gad with capoing, you know, like, like when we just we just tried everything, man, in this group, and which we still do, you know, which is fun. But um, I'd say the hardest part is just maintaining your nails like life, like traveling and grabbing a suitcase at the airport and you break a nail and then you go to a gig. I mean, how many times have we talked about that tune in yeah. the set? And I'm like, you guys, I just, my nails, I just, I'm sorry. I don't have nails to really play it tonight. And it's a big deal. I mean, it's, it's like a trumpet player having a weird issue with their chops. Um, yeah. and I haven't gone the full route of trying like ping pong balls or like, there's a fascinating video. Everybody should go watch on YouTube of James Taylor showing his nail kit and how he takes care of his nails. And, um, there's a lot of info online about taking care of nails. I, you know, if I really wanted to go full bore with this, I'd try it. But, you know, I'm a majority of a pick player now. I mean, I'm playing with a pick with rhythm sections and artistically, I spend most of my time these days working with a pick. But, um, but it is, it is a fun challenge to play with fingers, especially in New West Guitar Group when there's, you know, no rhythm section behind you or somebody to kind of lean lean back on a little bit with that yes yes it is john go ahead will i was gonna say we can get you some oven mitts for the next tour if you want oven mitts yeah that's a that's a, that could work that's a throwback maybe one. i'll just bring a roadie and just to haul my gear only yeah. i think hey, you guys would be cool with that level. i'm sure just somebody just to take my stuff just because my nails are just too delicate you know <laughs> I used to put an oven mitt in the back of my tube amp just in case it got a little hot and I had to, had I remember to test that. the tube. That was Baking an on, ongoing fingers. joke for a, a long time. Um, yeah, God, oven mitt, oven mitts and nail maintenance. I can hear the subscriber list just dwindling uh, as yeah. we speak. Now, but these are realities for being a guitar player. I mean, this weekend I broke my uh, nail on my first finger and my thumb and I was like, shit, I'm leading the finger style episode this week. Great, great, perfect timing. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to end up sounding like Will, no nails. <laughs> Poor bastard. <laughs> Poor bastard. <laughs> Speaking of that, Will, play us, play us a little something over there, man. Whether you well, use a pick I'm going to do not. it in my wheelhouse with a pick and my fingers. Get in there, bro. Right? Is that all right? I'm speaking for the masses here. Yeah. You know, I'm speaking for all the other Oregonian boys who grew up playing picks. <laughs> I'm going to play a little Billy Joel for you guys.
beautiful. And this is where I insert my, my normal joke after your songs, and uh -huh. you'll always be a pick player to me, you know? <laughs> She's always a picker to me. <laughs> That's the joke. That's the joke I was looking for. <clears throat> She's always a picker to me. No, that was beautiful. Um, all right, well, we're going to sort of wrap up this episode, but we want to thank everybody um, for listening each week. It really means the world to us that um, our subscribers are growing and our patrons are growing um, so if you're curious to kind of see what we're doing see video of what we're doing sign up on our patreon account it's uh, patreon.com slash new west guitar group and you can get the video footage of the podcast and so much more we also want to say a big thank you to our sponsor for this episode which is none other than Traugott guitars master luthier jeff Traugott from santa cruz builds some of the most incredible acoustic guitars uh, on the market and John and I both have one they're tremendous and when it comes to finger style you know when you play with fingers on those guitars they just sound so beautiful so if you're curious about getting a real high-end acoustic guitar that sounds incredible it gives you a chance to get an amazing sound check out Traugott guitars and a little something to leave us with before we close out is Maybe some inspiration for all of us. I'm going to play a little clip of uh, Joe Pass, who, uh, you know, one of the greatest jazz guitar players that have ever lived. Uh, this is from his recording, Virtuoso. And on this recording, as I may have mentioned, he's using a pick occasionally and using fingers most of the time. But this is a clip of him playing Sweet Lorraine. And I'm pretty sure he's just using the fingers. So let's kind of hear this sound and hear what he's able to do with just the fingers from this landmark recording. Just a, mm -hmm. a 175 with uh, flat wounds on it and buzzing. Oh, man. The Warms Gibson Rattler. Gibson Rattler. <laughs> She'll always be a rattler to me. <laughs> That's a good one. All right. Well, listen, on that note, we thank you all for joining us. We will be back next week. I think we're going to talk about holiday music next week, aren't we? Is that on the docket? That's on the docket. That's yeah, on we're the docket. ending the year on a high note with everything here. That's right. Well, great to see you guys. And until next week, here's our acoustic album, The Clip Blues for Brubeck. Thank you, everybody. See you soon.